Welcome to It Didn't Break Me, a podcast where we have honest and vulnerable conversations around the messy stuff we didn't think we'd come back from, inspiring you to give yourself permission to discover the beauty within the mess and to let go the illusion of perfection. I'm your host, Bianca Keisha Hughes. Hello and welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. My name is Bianca Keisha Hughes and I am the host of the podcast, It Didn't Break Me. So thank you so much for listening into the podcast. This is season two and it is episode 12. So what does that mean? It means it's the last episode for this season, which means it's also the last episode for this year 2022 i will be coming back in march where season three will be coming out and also that's the first day of women's history month so i will be looking forward to that if you are listening for the first time and you are listening when this episode comes out then which is wednesday november the 30th then you will be able to go back and binge listen and if you have listened to every single episode you can go back again um you can also share with your loved ones from the stories where you felt most inspired and also do not forget if you have not done already done so is to rate and review the podcast you can leave a full review on Apple Podcasts and even on the website, it didn't break me. And then you can do a rating on Spotify there on those platforms. So I just want to say that because Apple Podcasts is where you can actually write the review um, and also on my website too. But would love for you to rate that review to review the podcast on Apple Podcasts if you have not done so already. And like I said, um, we will be coming back on March the 1st, 2023. I know it's a few months, but I really need a break. So, you know, I'm always one for talking about taking breaks, doing what works for you, and I'm going to do what works for me. So please continue to listen to the podcast and share the podcast in between and binge listen. I'm going to do a recap of all the episodes. So again, if this is your first time, you get to be like, okay, I'm going to pick this one first. And if you are an avid listener, but miss something, you can go back and be like, okay, now what? I know what I'm going to go and pick. Or if you just need a reminder of you've heard them all, you can go back and be like, this was the one I want to share with my friend. I totally forgot. Because if you're like me, I'll do something in the midst of it and don't send it. So just a reminder for you. But I really do want you to tune into this recap because some things I really would like to share um, about the podcast. Last week, I mentioned about how the It Didn't Break Me provides hope, connection, and relatability in each story that someone shares, right? And so I just want to talk a bit about that. So Let's go to the very first episode of season two, episode one. So the first episode in season two was with Antonio Great, and it is entitled Finding a Reason to Live. And he shared his story of um, living through 
passing of his grandmother who was really close to him his mom not being as close and not being raised by his mom and then also ended up living in foster care and what we would call kinship care so here are a couple of my things i want to share about that first of all in regards to hope it's just a reminder that there is more when we feel like giving up there is still more when we feel like all hope is lost his story reminds us there is still more and then also the fact that his grandmother left such an impact on his life even though she passed away when he was you know a young child her words and her love and her care for him just had a huge impact and helped to fuel his hope when he thought thought that all hope was gone and so for me that helps us you know relate to that feeling of hopelessness now I just want to remind you that this is not about having the exact same story. It's about those feelings because I can feel hopeless if I lost something very dear to me. Maybe it was something I worked really hard for, a ring or or a book or something. You still feel that sense of hopeless because it meant so much to you. And I think it's so important just to remember that that is still valid and it's so important not to compare and say well I didn't lose my grandmother so it's not a big deal because when we're doing that we're invalidating our feelings so this is not about the exact same story this is about how we can connect and relate and so in saying that because of that hopelessness he shared because of the emotions he was able to share about losing something that was dear for him that helped us to connect right and not feel so alone and you know also gave us permission that yeah this is also how I felt and I'm thankful that someone else was able to put words to my experience even if it's not exactly the same sometimes despite our loss it's so important for us to have a reason to live if we can find that reason to live it helps it gives us hope and it helps us to continue. So the second episode was with Fallon Bonner, the second episode in season two. And her story um, was entitled From Surviving to Thriving After a Tragic, tragic Loss. And she shared her story of becoming a young widow at the age of 35 and losing her husband um, in a tragic car accident as well as also having to take care of their young son who had just turned one. And she bravely shared her story, was very vulnerable, open and transparent. And in her sharing, it helped us connect in some way of our experience of loss and tragedy. Now, again, it looks different for everybody but just her sharing of that sense of hopelessness, that sense of fear, that sense of feeling alone, you know, it really helped us connect. And with all of that, you know, 
I think it was really helpful to be able to relate to the people that stood by her side, that encouraged her. And even when she thought hope was lost, she, you know, reminded herself and began to trust in God. When she might have questioned God for a split second, she went back to what she knew. She continued in her foundation and she still had hope that something would change at some point. She didn't know when, but it would change. And the biggest thing that she realized was it wasn't so much about her waiting on God, but really sharing from her heart what she wanted, which was that desire to thrive. And I think when we're all just surviving, there comes a point where we no longer want to survive. We really truly want to thrive and we just decide we're just not going to do it like this anymore. And it could be whatever it is for you. It could be in a relationship. It could be in a job. It could be in just you know, unhealthy patterns, you just want to decide finally you really want to survive. And she gives hope, her story gives hope that you can live again. Even if it looks different to what you expected your life to be, what you imagined, you can live and you can thrive again. And so we're going to go into episode three, using songwriting to mend trauma. And that was with Emma G. Oh, so fascinating. So we can all connect and relate to the power of music and how it bonds us together, how it connects us, as well as it heals and it soothes and creates this sense of nostalgia, right? So I think that was a big part of the connection and relatability is just the power of music. And then she was able to take a step further and provide us hope in the sense that if we took music further and be delved into songwriting, that we can heal our brains in ways we never imagined because music is able to touch areas of us, especially songwriting is able to touch areas of brains that we may not sometimes find words for, but we can put down when we have the right music that we hear and words can just flow that we might not naturally speak. And so she gave that hope that there is another way of healing and that healing doesn't always look the same for everyone. And then episode four is breaking free from approval diction. And that was with Kimberly Valerie. Now, I can definitely relate to this one, right? Especially with the perfectionism, trying to please everyone, trying to look perfect, um, you know, really trying to find value and a sense of worth in our performance. And she shares her story or how that started at a young age, you know, as a result of, you know, leaving the home again, being in foster care, which not say leaving, having to leave um, just due to um, abuse in the home and then discovering that she was good at something. And that's what people saw. And that is how she went. She just was focused on high achieving, but then they became a point where it just got too much and she had to make some changes in her life. And so she also provided the hope that you can break free from approval addiction, that you don't have to be at the whim of others. Now, it may have taken a very serious illness for her to realize that, but it can still give us hope to know that it is possible and we can make that decision to make that change. 
And then lastly, I don't know about you. I don't know if you're there yet, but just being able to connect to the power of slowing down and what happens when we just slow down and and when we begin to pay attention and we begin to notice and how life just begins to switch. We could be hard if you are into people pleasing and being a high achiever, but there's power in slowing down. And even if we're sleeping, we can connect to what that can feel like to us to slow down. So episode five of season two, and that's with Martha Mock, choosing to put yourself first. Now, I think, I don't know about you, so I'm going to talk about me, but Um, I definitely relate to wearing a mask and she talked about how she was the biggest pretender. Things at home were not good where she experienced emotional and mental abuse from her husband, but she was a highly successful woman on the outside and she was pretending. And it took quite a few years before she began to make that decision to put herself first but I think we can all relate to wearing a mask right and then also what it takes to step out into the unknown and how scary that can be and so for me it was just a deep connection to the fear of the unknown and also leaving a relationship or leaving a job like I said these stories aren't about what is exactly the same in your life but we can relate to that fear of the unknown of leaving something that's familiar even if it's not good for us and so I think she was able to truly provide that insight and how her life is different that was that hope piece right that now even though it's scary and unknown things can be better even though you can't see it that things can be better when you choose to put yourself first and then we had episode six the journey of hell to hallelujah with rach wilson now I don't know about you if you have not heard it yet, but it had me in tears a few times when I spoke to Rach, when I listened to it again, when my uh, podcast editor listened to it, when my friends were listening to it, her story, it, it was just so just draws you in. And I think one of the things that draw me in and probably others is connecting to that frustration of trying to find an answer when something is wrong right and you just know something is not right and you just keep trying I mean my best example is me and customer service where I call up because I need help because I've tried everything I can and it's still not working and they're still like well you have to go and do this and you know and after I've done all that so um And then when you finally get someone on the phone that hears you, and I think that was that relief, right, of finally someone listening. When she went through the challenges of of her son and her daughter, who both had autism and a son with intellectual disabilities, and knowing they're in pain, but not knowing what's wrong and not really being heard by the doctors. And so I think that's something we can all relate to of not being heard. And then the final relief of being heard and so I think that also provides us with that hope 
especially her story if you have a child or you have a family member you know someone who has a friend with special needs um that they're not alone in the challenges they experience she experienced some very raw things about wanting to give up and you know the thoughts that she had you know passive suicide thoughts but yet she was able to push through and i think that's so helpful for other people to know that you know we're not alone everyone goes through these thoughts and these experiences and again it's not about the level of the story or demon a level it's just the connection there and so and then lastly that relatability that in some instances whatever hell going through hell looks like for you we have all been there and and we're not judging what yours is but i think the biggest one we can all relate to is the pandemic so then we come in to Michelle and she was episode seven, harnessing the power of mindset. And I think that Michelle, I mean, she personally left me really some gems about change and how to, to view change. Um, she's great at mindset work, but just her story of when things just kept coming at her, a lot of loss, a lot of death, just in one span of a year and how it put her into this state of depression and sadness and not just functioning the way she would like to. One of the things she shared was her hope was she had been through something similar because she had lost her mom at a young age. So even though she was going through these challenges, she knew there would be light at the end of the tunnel. She just had to keep moving. And that gave her hope that as long as she was moving, whether it was swaying, whether it was singing a song, whatever she was doing, it didn't have to be a big movement that at some point there was hope for light at the end of the, at the tunnel. I think it's also important to remember that her story um, of going through difficulties at a young age and then being able to relate to her stepdaughter who also lost um, her mom at a young age, that she was able to connect with her. And I think it's so important, even though we go through hard things, we have to remember that sometimes those things are going to help us help other people and help us connect to other people our our stories are powerful powerful and they help us connect and help other people then we had episode eight and that with tina that was with tina morales uncovering your internal value so i can relate and i think the world can kind of relate to attaching our performance to our worth and how that can impact us, right? And she just talked about when she lost those things she placed value in, she questioned and felt disconnected. Like, what do I do now? What do we, what do I do next? And I think we can all, I know I can relate to that and connect to the pain of feeling lost that the thing that you thought was valuable is no longer here. And she in particularly talked about money. She talked about, um, you know, her standard of living. And those things were no longer here. And she just felt lost. She didn't have the approval of others like she used to. And, you know, I often say this, that, you know, we can't 
solve internal issues with external solutions. We have to look inside. And I believe she was able to give us permission to look at our internal value and what that means because there is 100% more security in our internal value rather than our external value. And I think she provides that hope in the story that we can discover that and we can be secure in that and that we can find something that we can be secure in. Has the need for things to be perfect prevented you from something that you wanted to do? Sing karaoke, write a book, create a podcast, but you just don't feel like you have enough or you know enough or that you're even enough? I get it. I have been in the depths of perfectionism where I attach my performance to my self-worth. So I wrote the ebook I wish I had when I first discovered I was struggling with perfectionism. In It's Okay to Be Imperfect, I help you identify and understand perfectionism in your life so that you can successfully manage your thoughts. It includes practical tips and resources to implement in your daily life for you to take back your life from perfectionism and begin to truly see yourself outside of your performance. Grab your copy of It's Okay to Be Imperfect. Link is in the show notes. So then we had episode nine, the necessity of men's work with Has al-Hassani and his story. Gosh, I mean, you know, as I'm thinking about this and I'm sharing all these stories, just one of the things that I notice keeps cropping up, which is something that you might not know that I do secretly (laughs) but want to show secretly is that at our core our identity is really important and that when things happen to us if we can take a look back at how we view ourselves how we are treating ourselves that making the shifts around those things is going to have a big shift in a lot of the things that we experience in our life. And I say that because has talked about the pressure of the gender role and the expectations of a man and how he is trying to live up to those things, but they weren't working for him. And I think we can all relate to the pressures of a gender role, um, in society and the limitations that it puts on us and how it doesn't always connect with our authentic self. And so I think in that sense, just being able to connect to being torn between finding our true self and then also the expectation of the world and how we can feel very torn in that. And I think it's really important to highlight that so that you know you are not alone in that. And even myself, I've done a lot of personal work, a lot of identity work, but I find that whenever I come into life and I'm hitting new experiences and new coming into things that I got a breakthrough, a barrier, you know, I do sometimes question my authentic self. I don't think, I don't 
stay there as long as I used to, but it's not to say that it doesn't come up. So I can, you know, totally relate to that. And I think that as well, he just gave us hope that in him personally doing his men's work, it gave him permission to discover his authentic self, connect to that, embrace that, and then also find people that were like-minded. And I think that gives you the encouragement to keep going when you do make some changes, especially around being your authentic self, that you find like-minded people. Because that that's hard. You know, when we think about it didn't break me. Stepping out of the mold, stepping out of the expectation of what's meant to be as you as a man or as a woman and, and, you know, doing all the things. And, you know, he even mentioned there were times he just didn't want to do it, but he kept going. And I think that also gives us hope that he kept going. And then we come to episode 10, embracing the and with Faith Brossard Cade. Again, always finding some relatability aren't I um but she talked about when big things happen in our life that are outside of control we are forced sometimes to take off the mask the mask in particular she talked about the mask of perfection and that I have it all together right because when you have it all together you don't have to ask for help you you, you're in control and so when you're no longer in control what do you do and she talks about embracing the and when you're no longer in control you have to then embrace the and um and all the challenges and the feelings that come along with it and I think that's just so relatable um in the sense that we don't want to always have it gray or I like to say rainbows we sometimes really do like the black and white because it feels like it's easier to control and then for her sharing her self-love notes with the world really helped others connect and know they're not alone in the frustrations in the pains in caring for yourself in putting yourself forward and just the reminders that we need every day is what she did She, you know, shared these self-love notes on Instagram to help herself accountable and it just blew up because everyone else need them. Like that is one of here, like we need these stories. You need these stories. I need these stories. The world needs these stories. Um, Your story is needed um, to help other people connect and then just give other people hope. And then I think the hope that she provided is that Things can change when you connect to your true self. Do you notice a common theme, self-identity? And it's not about, I want to add this, I'm all for community and I always say we are wired to connect, right? I think what is important to remember is that the importance of connecting to ourself enables us to connect to others it's not one-sided and for me personally me connecting to God has given me the space to connect to myself to enable me to connect to others and so I know someone's like self 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 no it's not about that it really is about community and connecting to all but it's hard to connect to people if you're not even connected to your true self because you just 
going to be questioning who you are, right? And you won't always know what you bring to others or how you help others if you don't take that time to connect to yourself. All right. And lastly, but no means least, I had Rob McNair on my last episode and his episode, um, very powerful as always, they're all powerful, but his one in particular was called really choosing to trust God. And I think that I personally related to trying to do things in your own strength, right? You know, thinking that I got it all or I have to do it all or, you know, in his case, being scared to trust God and that might be your higher power for you, but being or other people and trying to just do it in your own strength. I think we can all relate to that and what happens when we try to do all things in our own strength, right? And that is what he was doing. And then um, I think the other thing about that is that connection piece is if he's doing it and, and there's no pressure on him, but if he's doing it, if he's a pastor and he's doing it, then I think it creates this sense of not making us feel alone and makes more of a connection rather than a separation because sometimes we can put pastors, we can put superstars, we can put politicians on a pedestal, but they're still going through the same things, right? And I think if we understand we all go through the same things regardless of your so-called status or where you are in life, it creates this sense of more of a connection and less of a disconnection and less of a separation um, from others, right? And so I think that was just really helpful that he shared that, you know, pastors struggle too and help us see them as more human um, in that regard. And so I think the hope is that letting go can help us get better. Um, You know, he's trying to do it all by himself or was trying to do things all by himself, almost cost him his marriage and his family. But when he let go and really chose to trust God, things got better. You know, like I say all the time, we can't do things alone alone we're not wired to live alone we're like we're wired to do things in community and community looks whatever it looks like for you those people I will say this about community it looks whatever it looks like for you however it is about people you can trust people that have your back people that support you people that will hold you accountable in the sense that hey, I see you doing this, but this is not helpful for you. Or if you're talking meanly and criticizing yourself, people that will lovingly remind you of who you are. Um, People that will support you and be your cheerleaders. And everyone is not going to do the same thing in your community. But if they are safe and they truly see who you are and respect who you are, that's your community. Not that you're trying to make a community because you think these sheep people should be in there. You know, I always like to say to my clients, step back and observe how people treat you and treat other people. And that will let you know a lot. And if you want them in your community. So 
That is the wrap up for season two of um, the It Didn't Break Me podcast. I hope that was helpful for you. Um, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you sharing and talking to the podcast. Remember, always text the friend, put it in the group chat, let people know. I My biggest ask is to, you know, the ratings and the reviews and sharing this with your tribe so that you know, that's what pushes the podcast up there. And, you know, there's all these other podcasts sometimes we um, compete with as indie podcasters. Um, and so, and they can get lost. And so word of mouth is the most powerful. So if you love what you hear and you were inspired by what you hear, share it because we're here to connect and we really do overcome by hearing other people's stories. Again, it's not, that their stories are the same. Sometimes they are, but if you hear words or you hear pain points that your friends are going through, that it might be similar or your family or colleague, then share it. Text, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, all of that. Share it and thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Again, we will be back on March the 1st on um, 2023. We will be back with season three. And if you are listening to this before January, you can send me an email at hello at authenticallybeyou.com if you would like to be on the show um, and you have a story to share about something you thought would break you, but it didn't. Or if you have a story you would love someone else to share and something you want to know more about, feel free to send me an email, hello at authenticallybeyou.com and I will be more than happy to um, to see if I can find a guest who can share that. And also, I'll also put the link in the show notes for the guest request form. Um, you can go ahead and just put the, um, if you don't want to email me, you can just put in the request if you want to be a guest and just fill out all your information there. So thank you so much. Were you inspired by this story? Here are some ways you can shower me and the podcast with your appreciation and support. Follow, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform, Share the podcast via text with your people, with your tribe. Subscribe to the newsletter where I share my personal stories of discovering the beauty within the mess. And lastly, follow me on Instagram at authenticallybeyou for tips and insights on overcoming perfectionism so you can embrace your imperfections and authentically be you. Thank you so much for listening to the It Didn't Break Me podcast and remember to discover the beauty within the mess.